Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. These 19th century maps show Kilimanjaro in Tanzania, close to the Kenyan border, on the edge of East Africa's mountainous backbone, the Great Rift Valley. Kibo in the center, Mawenzi in the east, form the two summits of Kilimanjaro. Big thanks to the fantastic team at O'Connell's Bar in Galway for generously supporting this season of Deep Roots. Make sure to visit their website at www.oconnellsgalway.ie and give them a follow over on Instagram to keep up to date with all the latest news and any special events. That's at O'Connell's Galway. And without further ado, let's get back to the story. Day three. Good morning. It's 7 a.m. It's fresh. And it is absolutely stunning here once again. Looking down the mountain onto this blanket of fluffy white cloud. It's taken me a little bit to get back into this podcasting thing. so different to an ocean row where the added element of having people around you so the you don't find yourself in those kind of deep states of almost concentration or meditation um, or thought or consciousness so um 
yeah, first couple of days have been quite uneventful. Even though, as I said yesterday, I didn't. I just felt a bit off in the afternoon. So I don't know what that was. Um, but uh, I've done all the right things since then. Hydrated, ate well, um, slept. Uh, I slept. <laughs> I slept bang average, to be honest. A very light sleep, which again is quite unusual for me. I felt like, you know, I wasn't sleeping uh, for most of the night when uh, I was. So it was a bit unusual. We'll see how today works out, but I'll be in the mind to go, go slow, go slow, go slow. Today we're going from uh, three seven up over a kind of cap at um, I think it's called Lava Tower, um, and then down to Baranka Camp. So I think the Lava Tower is like four, four, maybe even four, six. And then we go down to just under 4,000 meters. So it's quite a big day. I think it's a, a nine or 10 hour day. So uh, I will uh, I will try and take the phone out again and give you a little insight into what that's like in the middle of the trek, which I haven't done so far. All right. Keeps driving. Encircling the mountain, the vegetation has evolved into distinct eco-zones, ranging from the plains to the summit. I feel so fucking good that I could fucking cry. Jesus. I'm definitely on the mend. Yeah, today was definitely the best day for me so far. Finally felt human again. And, um... We made it to camp, Branco camp, at 3,900 metres. And when I thought about Kilimanjaro and doing it, the thing I really wanted to, to, that I was looking forward to seeing was being above the clouds, having a clear sky with the stars out, and Kilimanjaro behind me and in view. And that's exactly what we have tonight. So it's exactly what I was hoping to see. And looking at Kilimanjaro now, it looks fucking massive. It's about another 2,000 meters above us. And it's hard to believe that we're going to try and go up there in, in two days' time or in two nights' time. Um, it was a strong night or a strong day for me with uh, the trekking and unfortunately poor old Mary and Frank didn't have the best of days Um, Frank hasn't been sleeping well at all he's only been getting about an hour or if even an hour of sleep a night I don't know how he's doing it and then he was feeling a bit sick as well today had to take some some of the drugs that I was taking as well, so I hope, I really hope that he gets a good night's sleep tonight. And also Mary was, I think, feeling the altitude, feeling quite dizzy. And I could just tell by her that she just wasn't herself for a bit of the trek. But she she seems to be doing better now. And um, yeah, I really hope they get better. I also heard that Damien isn't feeling so well. Um, 
so it must be the curse of the podcast. So we've just finished dinner here at Barranco Camp um, and we've had a, a briefing about tomorrow and what to expect climbing the Barranco Wall, um, despite it looking vertical from here in the campsite. It's apparently not as bad as it looks. Um, still, not a particular fan of heights, but, um, you know, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get through it. Um, it's cold, beautiful starry night, a lot of people here in camp. Um, so the Branca Wall is likely to be busy, which adds its own challenges. Um, but in general, the guides are all over everything and they seem to predict and be ahead of us all so that's fantastic um it will be a challenge for me but again i'll be really really happy when we get to the top of the Branca wall um it's 300 meters in altitude that we'll gain and then i think we'll have um bit of time up there before we head down towards um, Karanga camp which I think is at 4,000 metres again it's all about climatising um, the next day or two they're not particularly long days hiking wise and apparently today was a good a good predictor of summit night success so hopefully that's the case obviously a bit of trepidation there but it is really, um, you know, in moments of doubt about just reminding myself that, you know, put one foot in front of the other, just focus on that, focus on my breathing and, and keep going. Tough out day today was the hardest day by far. Um, and my second night of not sleeping. I mean, it sounds like it's whinging and it probably is a little bit of whinging, but it's the justification for not being able to talk properly and I can't talk properly really but um, I need to rest a little bit uh, I have to go in and eat and it's the last thing I want to do is eat but I know that I have to eat uh, I'm going to try and wash myself somewhat there with a bowl um, so lovely morning and you know even though I didn't sleep with beautiful view in the camp lovely breakfast and it was a slow start of the day I got, I got a cup of coffee and you know it was lovely um, the guys from Tanzania who were helping us get up the mountain did a sing song for us and it was just mind blowing like really mind blowing set off and you know it was a tough incline and the, the problem is not the fact that you're going up 
is that you're up and you're going higher and that's the you know I've walked 800 metres before and could complain about a bit of tiredness but 800 metres with the altitude is just a different beast I was doing fine until we were getting towards Lava Hill fine as in you know it was a lovely morning I'd bring the chat with Damien along the way and loving the, the views and the clouds and um, you know it was gorgeous um, but just slowly as I got to lava I just uh, hit the wall like and I, I mean I'm even I don't even want to say what I'm going to say um, it's so ridiculous but all I could hear is the feet or my feet on the ground and it sort of makes a sort of uh, feet on the sand sound you know it was just the walking and it was constant footsteps that's all I could really hear and it brought me back to when I was very young and at night time I used to hear the sounds of footprints in the sand and it just used to be just this sound in my ears and the way my brain was working was (laughs) And this is drama now, but <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, I was kind of going, "Is this it? Like, is this the Grim Reaper coming? Is that was my one of my first memories and going to be my last? And are they all interlinked? Like, I have a mad imagination at the best of times." So I could see. And luckily, the doctor Jerry happened to be walking beside, and he's you'd have Jerry as your GP every day of the week, and uh, he could see I was waning. I just suddenly switched off from the conversation that was going on and I just felt this wave and I was kind of going, my God, they just fucking puke my guts up like, is that what's going to happen here? And, uh, and, and I said, he said, how are you feeling? And uh, I just described my symptoms <laughs> to the doctor. And he said, oh, well, there's no need for you to get sick. And he gave me a little magic pill and... 20 minutes later I was eating lunch up in this place called Lava Hill which is like this big block of lava and it's like a it's like a little cliff in its own right but uh, so we had lunch and the idea of lunch beforehand was the, would have been the fucking worst idea in the world like like a little bit like it how it is now uh, yeah and if they served up a sandwich I thought it was jam toasty like jam I said, fucking okay, I'm going to give this a go. Jam toasty, I've never had it. Like, I've had toast on jam, but a jam toasty. And then somebody says, no, it's jam and tomato. (laughs) It was usual after around the table. And, um, but anyway, I ate it. It wasn't bad. It was more jam than tomato, let's just say. But there's one for you now. Jam fucking toasty. Jam and tomato toasty. Uh, and then there was some sort of a stew which was potatoes in it I was happy to see it had potato like you know just you know, and there were flowery potatoes like up on the mountain nearly 4,600 metres above the clouds and we were eating a potato stew it was good shit like and um, so then we had an equal that was at lunchtime and then we had an equal we had a nine hour trek today so that's nine hours trek at altitude so it's no pricking around and we've arrived at, at camp and this camp looks like a little secret hidden village that just comes out of the valleys of the mountains and you're just going fucking hell like, 
um, and there's a little wood cabin where you sign into the village. Like it's, it's mostly tents. Anyway, that's the update for today. Day three from Barranco Camp. Bit of a struggle. Surprise to even have to say that, but the last couple hours, so we passed the cap of uh, 4,600 metres at Lava Camp. Felt fine until that point. Um, but then we started coming down to this camp, which is at 3.9, and I just started to get these like remnants of a headache, remnants of nausea, the odd kind of hot flush. Um, now I was dying for a shit. And since I've got here and had that, it's made a huge difference. So. But um, yeah, so I'm a little bit, a little bit taken aback. Um, but uh, on analysis, you know, the sleep last night probably didn't fuel enough. Um, a few little factors I can probably see why I ended up struggling a little bit the last couple of hours. Now it's nothing major when you when it's when I compare it to um other states I found myself on uh, mountains is it's night and day but it's just just a little bit. Um and uh yeah it was a bit surprising. Had some fantastic conversations today. I had one with Frank uh, coming out of Shira camp where I wish in hindsight I'd recorded it um, because it went pretty deep it was pretty interesting and um, I think it would have been an enjoyable listen for people just like fly on the wall stuff um, I'm looking forward to listening to Frank's um, experience myself because he's a very interesting guy um, and had a good chat with Lisa um, this afternoon, a good chat to Doc. We're very lucky to have a travelling medic with us here, so Jerry, had a good chat with him. Just all around a really good group, like really good, and uh, everyone seems to be doing very well. I think there was a few lads um, had, you know, touches of touches of what you might expect to be thrown up when you go to 4,600 metres inside three days. Um, There's a bit of nausea to be felt, um, a few headaches, I think, but um, yeah, nothing major. I think Patrick had a um, had some nausea and had a bit of a headache, a migraine at um, uh, Lavatar at 4.6 but then he, I think he seemed fine there you know, on the descent down to um, Camp 3 here at Barranca Camp so, uh, and, and he seemed to be the main one Marie as well I think had a little bit of a struggle but these, these things are all absolutely normal and to be expected so um, I hope people aren't looking into them too much uh, a lot of chat about what's ahead and uh, it frustrates me a little bit because
things. Um, it puts everyone into this space of outcome focus and outcome orientation, which is um, something that if you can avoid uh, mentally should be avoided now um, it'll happen but I hate um, I get frustrated and agitated when people are leading other people into that space by asking questions and talking about what's ahead and how many uh, meters we have to climb tomorrow where's the camp how high are we going how long it's going to take it doesn't fucking matter it doesn't matter what matters is the here and now and how you are connected with your body moving through time and space Where is your attention? That's the key to mountaineering. Staying present. Focusing what's within your control physically. Making that mind, body, mind, muscle connection. Locking in that concentration. Taking it moment by moment. Feeling your body position as you move, connecting with the working musculature, watching for feedback. When you move in, your body will give you feedback. When you hit positions, sometimes it's, that was strong. Sometimes you might get a pinch someplace, pinch of pain. Focusing internally on the happenings as you move through time and space is an incredible skill in terms of performance, in terms of managing your mind, in terms of managing ultra endurance. Sometimes I get a bit frustrated when I because I get affected right as well and that's worth mentioning you know if you get pulled in or if you're overhear that pulls you into a negative space because it's out of your control so that's probably part of the agitation and frustration if I'm being honest That's my, that's my bugbear at the moment, um, and uh, I probably mention it to the the group at some point. But um, yeah, oh yes, I met. You won't believe this. Uh, well, you might. Um, I wrote a chapter for a book number of months ago and the lead author in the book is here climbing with his 18 year old son he's an American guy Eric so he just came by camp there as we arrived and had a big hug for me I'd, I'd never met him in real life I'd talked to him through Zoom and all that and we'd done conversations and interviews and all that for the book but um, 
Um, yeah, so we just got to meet for the first time at Barranca Camp on Kilimanjaro. So that's yeah, a really, really cool thing. Once again, thanks to our sponsors, O'Connell's Bar in Galway. Remember when you're in Galway and you fancy some top quality points, great conversation and a friendly atmosphere, head to O'Connell's Bar. Don't forget to explore their award-winning beer garden where you can enjoy live music, delicious pizza and the best home-cooked chips in Ireland, courtesy of the Dobros and Prati. And make sure to follow O'Connell's on Instagram Let's keep up to date with what they're doing, any special events and their latest news. It's at O'Connell's Galway. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.